Hey guys, welcome back. As always, thank you. And as always, I had to say as always. <laughs> um, so just to be a little different, we didn't want to become too repetitive. So this ad segment is going to be kind of a lead off into the next few episodes ad segments. So instead of us raving and going on with our usual routine about these businesses locally that we love, we're going to put it in your hands. So Ampersand, Mad Duck, and Certus. If you're a listener, you more than likely have a tie-in at one of those spots. You've been there once before. What we're asking of you, DM us all this week. Send us a direct message to our Instagram, um, underscore, I-L-Y man, underscore. And, of course, the at in front of it. And share something about that business, an experience, or just something specific that you like about it. You know, why you love going there. So maybe, you know, we come across this. We like something you send us. And then, who knows, maybe your story is going to be the ad next week. That's the end goal. So please, please participate. We would love to hear why you like these places. And if we really, really just enjoy what you have to share, who knows, you might be the ad segment next week. Give it a try. And going into this episode, we had Eric, who is from Ubi, out of our own backyards, Um, which if you haven't heard, they are, um, uh, how would you describe this? A a fresh produce... um, Box straight to your door company. So you're seeing all those other companies doing it with uh, outfits, shoes, whatever it is. Instead of sending you clothes, they're sending you straight fresh produce from local um, farms. So it was really cool sitting down with him, picking his brain. Um, we went off on a lot of fun tangents. Um, hope you guys share a laugh, but enjoy this. I love you, man. I love you too, bud. I love you, dude. I love you, bro, Montana. I love you, Holmes. I love you, Broseph Quiggles. I love you, Machacha. I love you, Tico Brohe. Welcome back, guys. As always, we appreciate you listening, even if it's just for the first one minute because you realize you don't want to listen. You started. You press play. That counts as a play. I'll take it. Um, across from me, we have Preston. What's up? And to my left, we have Eric of Hello. Ubi Fresno. Ubi. Welcome, Eric. I Thank love you. that name. I really did too, so and that was one of those things, and I feel like I always discover acronyms way after. Like, I just think it's a random word, like Mad Duck. I did oh, yeah. not know Mad, Mad Duck was an acronym until we had him on. I didn't know Ubi was an acronym until, like, probably two weeks after I knew it existed. Right. Fair enough. Yeah, okay, good. It's an well, it's just time, a right? fun word. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, People just, just like to Ubi. say it. Another cool one, did you know? <laughs> I just figured this out, so don't make fun of me, but Florida spells florida oh yeah i learned that one late too <laughs> yeah that's, right and that's exactly. where he's from like oh my gosh no i had the same reaction <laughs> so <laughs> sorry no i knew that because i'm into you know underground gangster rap so. well i mean yeah. that's the first thing i thought when i saw you it was the glasses yep. really yep and, and flow rider was the first one i thought of too oh for sure anyway um traditionally we're gonna start off with our quesadilla gorilla question of the episode just remember and i just i'm starting to use this weekly now if you go in there and mention the podcast, you're going to get 10% off your order. Take advantage of it. Still a vadilla. Oh, see what I did. I didn't. <laughs> I, I like I that. Knew, I like that. I knew what your intentions were, so I, I, I'm yeah. not wearing a hat right now, Dad but joke. hats off to you. Okay. <laughs> cool. Uh, so they are located by Fresno High, by Ampersand, Weldon, and Echo Street. There we go. Look at that. Wow, he's already finishing my sentences. (laughs) That's next relationship right there. It's a good start to an episode. Yeah, I know. (laughs) So anyway, the question is, if you could live in any era of time, past, future, what would you choose and why? Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, And whoever thinks of something first, go ahead and chime in. I think it's very tempting to say something about the past because we know about the past. Exactly. So you kind of know what you're getting into. But... Let's be honest, the past hasn't been great. Yeah, there's a lot of... At, at any given time, you're like, oh, I, I would totally be like, you know, in, in the 30s, wouldn't that be great? And you're like, no, because you things think weren't great then. Exactly, I mean, yeah, because well, you know how they are. They could be. Right. And, and oh, I want to be a, a, a knight of the round table. And you're like, no, you'd be dead at 25. Exactly, yeah. No, I, that's when we were... Before you got here, we were talking about this. Yeah. And, of course, we had an unfair advantage thinking about it ahead of time. And you're already doing better than us, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's not like I sit at home and I <laughs> think of these things till two in the morning, you know, and everyday like, stuff. And it's like if you went back in time, would you go and warn people of yeah, uh, or like what if like I don't know, you go back to when like slavery was a thing, and you're like, oh yeah, by the way, this is like 
not, not cool, <laughs> guys. Not going to be all right. And then it's like to see their reaction to something or I don't know. I think about that. Would you try to be the hero or just blend in? The only one I think society? about too is just sports. Sports are way more affordable back then, I feel like, to attend the games. Or would you invent something? Oh, this is football. <laughs> I don't think the inventor of football made much money off of it. Yeah, but what if you were the inventor? But you could have organized That's the true. NFL. You could make I mean, it you so been. you would. Oh, okay. Right. All right. I see where you're going. Yeah. He's the mind. Sorry. <laughs> no, you don't apologize for having a great but, mind. So, I mean, to get back to the question, guys, come on. You're focus. right. You're right. So, yeah, you're sorry. right. We're back. Everything's okay. But uh, I don't know. I, I think it, it would be the very... The very recent past, okay, for me, but like maybe just kind of, you think you know, 90s? like the old. I, I wish I knew now. Yeah, I got you. What what whatever the saying is. What decade yeah. do you want to do? If over? I knew now, then whatever. I don't know. Just maybe, maybe just do the nineties over again. I love the nineties. It was going to be my first choice, but then you said the future, and then I got started thinking about technology and. Just all the possibilities. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, the, the future would be my adventurous answer, but but just kind of redo the present would be. I, I think we that. could all we could all. I'm getting kind of real, but you know, we could all do no. things over again. I totally and, agree with you. Yeah, or I, I, to experience the '90s at a different age. So like we would have been. I was born in '91, so that would have been not much that I remember at all. If yeah. I could push it back a little bit, experience the '90s in my 20s. Yeah, I'd be very interested in that. Oh, for sure. I would have liked to go to Woodstock. Yeah. Or just so that's what, any music you know, festival. That's like the 70s, time. right? 70s. Yeah. Oh, no, I know. Oh, I'm just I'm talking just about sure. why I'd be going in the past. Or back when Limp Biscuit was doing it. Yeah. And Green <laughs> Day. <laughs> to experience those it's things the rookie, at a different age. Right. I don't know. What were you saying? See, but are you yourself? <laughs> that, see, that's you know, is it is it reliving your you. life or is it just being reborn and starting over, you know? Damn, this got... And I mean, whew, you're right. It's a see, I, didn't, I didn't see this coming. I can't even articulate what I'm thinking because I just thought you'd be living there without knowledge that it already happened. But now I'm thinking we're going there with knowledge what happened. And now I'm like, okay. Well, yeah, because we go back to the 1500s yeah. and, and we know, you know, present technology. Or if yeah. we went back to Civil War times and we knew about slavery, you know, so we're assuming that we have our current knowledge and we're taking it back. Yeah. Or forward to whatever time, even if we were in 2200. Yeah. You know, would it be like Futurama, where it's, you know, present guy going into the future, yeah. knowing the present? True. Or am I just being reborn without any knowledge of previous life? I'd say if we went back in time, you would have the knowledge. Like if the, you jumped in, a, if we had the a physical time machine, so you were the same right. person you are now, and then went back to that. Jeez. But the, the, the cool thing about going to the future is it's all unknown. Yeah. Like, you really don't know anything. Which, but, well, okay, before we move on, what's your boldest prediction for what's going to come in the future? Invention. Just an invention. Just one. Um, dude, after listen, listening to that Elon Musk uh, podcast, I think he's going to take over the world at some point, as he should. Because I, I feel like he should be entrusted with all technology, like... This guy knows stuff. That or the nobody, universe. Yeah. yeah I mean, exactly. maybe not the world, but I, I think he's just going to take, you know, he's just going to take over he'll Mars. He'll be like the first one to buy a planet or something. Or, yeah, <laughs> or, the, or the moon or something. Exactly. Like and he's just like, market. this is mine now. <laughs> and no one's going to argue it. Like, I own space. Yeah. Now, now you owe me space <laughs> rent. sort of space rent tax. For, for your satellites and, you know, I own space. Uh, I think eventually... Like laptops and phones are going to be kind of like a peel off thing to wherever you need it. Like how uh, if you know you need a phone real quick, you can just peel something out on here, use it when you're all done, roll it back up, put it in your pocket, or uh-huh. even a computer, any like sort of wall. Just put your screen right there, and keyboard can either be something that's laser projected out on there, or you can have a table with you and just roll out your keyboard. I don't know something simple like that. I wasn't going as heavy as you, but sorry, I went deep. Because phones just keep getting more extravagant. I know, and it's just, yeah. you keep on thinking, what's next? Or like, a chip what? in your head to where... That's what I'm waiting for. Yeah, yeah. your head just starts ringing, yep. and you're like, oh, hold on a second. Like, as soon this. as you said that, I thought of somehow your phone plugging into you. Sure. Like something, I don't know. Like, Yeah, I just want the earpiece implant. I want Cyborg. You know, technology. I want the earpiece for, like, for the phone, already. like, built into the ear. 
and I want the credit card on my fingerprint. Yes. And I want, okay. See, I think that's very realistic. You know, I want like like my smart key. You know, for my car, like that's just yeah. There's you. just a, a or like how there's Face ID on phones. Yeah. You just look in your rearview mirror and your car starts. Why am I using a key to open my front door? That's see why. Damn. You know why is why is that still? It's a funny thing? the stuff that's still a thing that you're just like this just doesn't make sense to me. I completely yeah. agree with the key thing. Mm. I got my keys in my pocket. I got a handful of groceries. Yeah, keys, jingle, jingle. Oh, I dropped my keys. Hey, you, you heard it here uh, first. There's, there's a murderer. Yeah, uh, I gotta yeah. get my keys. <laughs> Hold on, sir. I gotta unlock the door real quick. Seriously. Well, all the movies you see guys enter doors with face recognition. Why can't that just be at the front of every house? The palm recognition. Yeah, the palm too. Yeah, I give it time. Apple will do it. I feel like everything they make though, like that. There's you always gonna sell be, there's always gonna be a hack, which is what people fear. Maybe that's why. And I think that's I think that's the main reason because if you have a chip in you, there has to be some way for someone, some sort of backdoor to hack that because your chip's going to have to be controlled somewhere to some computer or something. Yeah, but I, I'm just not I'm not interesting enough mm. to be at risk. So you're not worried. You at know, all. people say that oh, they're tracking you on their phone, and I'm like, what are they? Yeah, you know, they're going to have totally. T- they're going to have 34 years yeah. of just the most boring <laughs> yeah. data. You said, please bring it. Like what? <laughs> oh, Big Brother's watching you, and I'm like, what are they watching me? They're going to hate what, me what if I'm a sibling. Hey, I'm going to go for a jog. <laughs> yeah. right, you want to see me run eight minute mile? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, what are you dragging bodies True. down the sidewalk, well, rolled in carpets? The I other mean, thing too is when the the laptops I see in public with people tape over the camera. But you look at their phone, there's nothing covering their front-facing right. camera. Yeah. Why would they invest more in laptops when it's more common for people to have phone cameras? Yeah. They would probably invest their technology in spying on phone cameras than computer cameras because phones are more common. I don't know. Why tape your laptop only yeah. if you're that concerned? Well, there's a lot of conspiracy theories about the whole phone tracking and, and oh, stuff. I, yeah. Saying I, like, oh, well, let's give you know all the low-income phones, like the Obama phones as they call them, uh-huh. you know? So who who are more likely to commit crimes statistically? Uh, yeah, lower income people. Well, let's give them all GPS enabled devices mm. that are government funded. Disguised. We can turn those trackers on any time. I now all of a sudden this parolee who's walking around with a government funded <laughs> GPS device in his pocket. The I'm one, not saying I believe any of yeah. it, but, but I'm no, just saying at the you same go, time. Oh, I mean, good point. Brandon, one of our guests, pointed out because um, we talked thing. about that. Well, any of them, all the home speakers they react to their, your greeting the yeah. hey alexa okay google hey siri thing which means yeah they're always listening because they always have to be ready when they hear that command. i seriously think my phone just went i guarantee it did that. i guarantee it did well yeah it's like and I, I said it quietly because i was afraid <laughs> mine was going to but it's or like it i was having a conversation with my mom the other day when she was over and i didn't say alexa but it thought i might had said that and it responded with something it goes mm-hmm. like, and you're like okay get the hell out of here alexa see this keeps triggering more stuff because now i know want to know what your favorite conspiracy theory is well we're i mean we're talking into three microphones right now <laughs> that's very this true whole too. conversation what's is being your game recorded. plan here no it's being recorded by you but is it though is it do we even have a show? Is it you ever Preston? think about that before you came over Gosh. here? Yeah, I just got into a door, or I just walked into a room with two strange dudes. He thinks and it's a room. you did And they said, talk into this. Take the water that I offered you. Oh, see? They always do, though. He's on us. Oh, man. Now we've got to figure something else out. Don't anyway, let's Kool-Aid. distract him. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about... Let's talk about his business and pretend like we're interested. There is no quesadilla question. Of yeah. <laughs> he hasn't listened to any of our shows before. Dang it. Quesadillas are a conspiracy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's opening so many they eyes They try to right melt now. your mind like cheese. I think, and <laughs> I think anybody listening right now is pulled over. If they were driving, they cannot be yeah. still driving. Pulled over or changed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, stopped it, it was just too They're much. Going, what is going on here? It was too much for their mind to handle. Yep. And I feel like Ubi's like, why did we send this guy yeah. here? Yep, exactly. <laughs> hey, joke's on us. He doesn't work for Ubi. Oh, Ubi doesn't even exist. Yeah. <laughs> so, about Ubi. Yes. You were telling us earlier the origin of the Correct. company. Because I was under the impression before talking to you that this is a local Fresno-based thing birthed here. What is the truth of Ubi? The truth. And first the conspiracy. Off, the maybe real people truth. don't even know what the acronym is. So let's open up with the acronym. So Ubi. Uh, spelled O-O-O-O-B-Y, four O's. It okay. stands for Out of Our Own Backyards. Okay. is That's the acronym. So the, the, the kind of mini pitch here is that we take all of the certified organic 
delicious fresh produce that's grown here in the valley or here in our own backyards. Yeah. And uh, we box it up and then deliver it to you. So you've got your weekly supply of fresh, locally grown, certified organic, healthy, delicious produce. It's, it's less expensive than stores. It's way more convenient, obviously. And your dollar is going directly to a local farmer rather than 90% of it going to, you know, a chain store, mm-hmm. you know, retail overhead, et cetera. So, so the farmer is making more money and you're getting a better, fresher product. So the first story that I ever heard was like, oh, it's this one guy and he grows all of it in his backyard. <laughs> nope, not I true. I literally thought just one dude, like, wow, that's a big backyard. This guy's backyard. got a big garden. Well, fair enough. I mean, again, the name, that's, that's really kind of the number one question. Oh, you grow all this in your backyard? And you go, no, no, it's, it's our backyards here in the valley. You know, when you drive down the 99 and you see all these fields, gotcha. all this stuff in our backyard, right here in okay. our own backyard. The metaphorical exactly. backyard. Gotcha. Right. I like that. Okay. And you were telling us earlier, though, where the, pl- the business plan came from, essentially. Well, so the, you know, the original idea um, was this guy, uh, Pete Russell. Okay. And uh, you can look him up. He's a fantastic guy. He's done uh, a, TED talk, or a TEDx talk in, oh, uh, in New Zealand, uh, which is where he comes from. He's, he's a New Zealander. And uh, so he noticed uh, a big problem with his local food system. Um, in terms of the grower selling something to a distributor, which goes to a broker, which goes to a holder, which goes to yet another distributor, and then it finally goes to a retail market to be sold. You know, so you're paying $2 for some carrots, but 25 cents of that is going to this guy and that guy and the Mm. other guy and then this other guy, and the farmer's making, you know, a nickel. Yeah. You know, the farmer's making nothing, and they're just selling out, and they're trying to get whatever they can get for these carrots. But, you know, growing carrots isn't cheap, or just any food. Yeah. Let's not get hung up on carrots. But, <laughs> yeah. but you know, you, there's someone who planted that. There's, you know, someone who got a seed, and then they planted it, mm-hmm. and then they watered it, and then they cultivated it, and they pruned it, and they watered it some more, and they cared for it, and they watered it some more. And then they picked it, and they had to wash it and bundle it, or, or bunch it, or weigh it, or box it, and then get that box to a market. You know, there's there's a lot of work that goes into growing food, and we really take it for granted when you just walk into a grocery store at two in the morning, and there's three hundred carrots piled up in the in the counter. You know, yeah. So where does that food come from, and how does it get to us? Is you know a, yeah. a, a big question that that really all of us should be asking when you eat your food. Yeah, because I feel like not just the produce, but any food. A lot of it's coming somewhere far, far away. Right. How does it stay fresh that long? All these different things. But, uh, but so this guy, Pete, you know, found, found this problem. He identified this problem, and, and he came up with Ubi. You know, so basically just it's, it's not like a, a radical approach, but just to cut out the middleman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the idea was, now in his case, it was out of our, out of our backyards, as in his, you know, his community. So he was finding local growers who were selling at farmer's markets or even to markets, you know, grocery stores. Again, New Zealand is, is a smallish island, so, you know, the local food system is, is a smaller scale than ours is. Yeah. Uh, but so he was finding people who had, whatever, lime trees and chickens and eggs mm-hmm. and rows of carrots and onions or whatever, and buying their product, boxing it up, and then distributing it. So at its core... There's what's called a CSA, is Community Supported Agriculture. Now, again, this is no new idea. There's CSA programs across the country, around the world, Mm -hmm. or like a farm share or a farm box or a food box uh, where you're paying, you know, $20 and the farmer gives you a box of whatever they're growing. And that way your money is going right to the farmer. Mm. Uh, So, you know, it was a revolutionized version of the CSA and getting you more variety from all the different farmers. So you're not stuck with just, you know, that one farmer grows eggplant for eight weeks in a row and your $20 is just getting eggplant, Mm -hmm. you know, and that gets old. So, so getting all these different farmers and then you get a variety box and you're helping more farmers. Yeah. And, you know, you grow and grow and grow your, your customer base and then you start buying from more farmers and more producers and, that's how it's that's how it's grown 
and I've heard like some ridiculous stat that if Fresno County was its own country, it'd be like ranked like top five, top three in the world when it comes to ag. Correct. That's nuts. Yeah, I mean, according to the USDA, and that's I only say that just to say I'm not making this up, but mm-hmm. according to the USDA, the Central Valley is the most abundant agricultural region in the world. Mm. You know, per square mile, per whatever, per, per acre, you know, we grow more here in the Central Valley than anywhere else on Earth. It's nuts. And it's just, we, we live in a world where if you're not seeing it literally happen in front of your eyes, then you're not going to take the time to figure out that it's happening or learn that it's happening. So right. a lot of people don't know that. Because they're not literally watching. Like you, you went over the process very briefly. It's simply just for carrots. That apparently you get at two a.m. It's a pretty late time to grocery shop. But I mean, I need I my beta carotenes. I yeah. respect it. Um, but yeah, that was just for one item on the farm. And just from you going through it, you understand what most people don't is what goes into that. And right. so I like you know that this is something that we have accessible to us. And so that's kind of why we want to have you guys on, just because. Again, if you're not seeing it with your own eyes, then you don't know it exists. So we want to make sure people know you guys exist. Right. Well, I appreciate it. Um, what are you guys doing to kind of get yourselves out there? Well, here I am. So, hey, everyone, ubi.org. <laughs> check it out. Boom, just like that. All right, and we're done. Yeah. <laughs> Quickest show ever. I'm like a socket, always looking for a good plug. There no, you go. Oh, man. He had that one written down. He was know, looking seriously. at his hand. I've been waiting to pull that up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, no, we do a lot of... Uh, my, you know, my big focus. So I come, I'll, I'll kind of, you know, start there. So there's this, this old farmer. Now this is where Ubi Fresno, you know, okay. kind of started. So this guy, Pete Russell, like I said, look him up. Yeah. Uh, does a great, great talk. You can, you can see a lot of his stuff on, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, so this guy, Pete thought, how can I, you know, he was changing his local food system and he thought, how can I change the world? Uh, so he found the central Valley like I said, he just Googled agricultural regions yeah. and found the Central Valley. Now, there's this group here in Fresno. They've been around for almost 10 years called Food Commons, Food mm-hmm. Commons Fresno. Oh, okay. Uh, which is a, you know, volunteer-ish, you know, community group, nonprofit, um, focused on farmer uh, rights, uh, migrant worker rights, farm worker rights, uh, land equitability, uh, small farmer rights, you know, just making sure that palm wonderful or or blue diamond almonds aren't just coming in and scooping up all the land and and getting rid of our diverse farm culture and just making a dollar you know again nothing against those guys but uh we need yeah small farms i mean we need small shops like root we can't just shop at old navy yeah for every hip new jean jacket you want to wear you know fourth of you, july t-shirt yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the only, that's the only the thing only i think place you can get yeah flip-flops for four dollars yeah. you know <laughs> um but uh but yeah so pete found food commons fresno again who was involved with uh urban farming and small farmers and things and there's this group called tower urban family farms or tough uh which is kind of a mini ubi so they are urban family farms so they are a a group of small I keep repeating it, urban family farms, you know, so people with a few trees in their backyards, people with, uh, you know, they took out their front lawn and put in raised beds and they grow, you know, zucchini and tomatoes. And they, the urban family farms, tough, collects all this stuff and sells it at farmer's markets and, and then gives a cut to everybody who grew. Okay. You know, so they're like gleaning your grapefruit tree. You might have grapefruits in your backyard. Yeah. You know, they'll come around and collect that and then give you a cut when they sell it and it's a really cool little program, you know? Yeah. Uh, so so this group, Food Commons Fresno, uh, got in touch with Pete Russell of Ubi, and, or, yeah, with Ubi, yeah. and, and started Ubi Fresno, Fresno or, or just Ubi USA. I mean, it's only, we're the only ones here outside of New Zealand and Australia, so. And you guys have been here four years now, officially Cor- as Ubi? Correct, yeah. I feel like perfect timing, because... More than ever, you know, with a lot of stuff on TV, social media, plant-based diets have never been more popular right. than they are now. Have you guys noticed that, like, within your business at all? Definitely. Like, when the What the Health came out, you're like, yes! <laughs> and I love plant-based. Yeah. That's my favorite kind of rebranding yeah. of vegan you know. That's, that, that's, that, what yeah. it, that's what it is. I mean, yeah. that's really what it is, but everybody yeah. goes, ah, 
you know, vegans. Yeah, I'm not. No, they're I'm a not going to be some creepy human. hippie yeah. vegan. That's not me. Granola, blah, blah. You know exactly. But yes, plant based. That's a <laughs> that's, that's a much all, more attainable. I try to movement. find a. What are you, a yeah. vegetarian? What are you, one of those weird vegans? <laughs> yeah, like, no, that's no, I just, true. I follow a plant based diet, and you go, wow, that sounds scientific and wait, do you I approachable? Mostly, okay. I'm I'm not really. I don't like labels. <laughs> uh, no, I, I just uh, mostly. I, I I try to eat healthy. Yeah. Well, no, I do eat healthy. I mean, and, and I try, um, but uh, I, I haven't cut it out. Gotcha. Uh, meat entirely. Um, Any goals to do so or no? Not so much. Maybe, mm. but you know, it's it's not. I, it, that's not really what I'm pushing for. It, it's yeah. just I'm I'm kind of a do better. Is yeah. is my motto? Just do better. I'm I'm not saying you need to go. You know, everyone should should stop eating meat, and everyone should should stop doing this. No one should ever drink alcohol. No one should do drugs. And I go, just do better. Sort of you know, if, your uh, agenda on people. If, you're not that if guy. you're yeah, if you're addicted to something, then you know, just do that less. I mean, if <laughs> I good like advice right there. If you're really a like, oh, I eat meat seven times a day, then you know, maybe that's not a good idea. Maybe you need to relax and and maybe just one meal. Do a you know do a plant based thing one meal a day. Make yourself a green smoothie instead of eating instead you know, of a you know ham maybe. and eggs or whatever and, and frappuccino from <laughs> or just eat a salad with your burger. I don't know. Just yeah. you know just do a little bit better. That's, That's really all. something I could benefit from. What's your position on the ever popular trendy keto diet? Well, <laughs> I want some honesty. I'm not. I'm not going to say I'm not a fan because that because that would. You know, that would imply like, oh, rah, 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 you know, and then say, yeah. oh, I'm not a fan of it. But but no, I think it's I'm, I'm not I'm not a registered dietitian. Uh-huh. I am not a trained nutritionist uh, per se. or I'm not a licensed nutritionist. I'll say that I am I am trained nutritionist, but I'm not, you know, it's nothing's official, but, uh, but it's not great for you. I, I mean, it's not balanced. Just plain and simple. Like, it isn't. Well, it's just There's, eliminating an aspect. This is how a friend put it for me. Eliminating the aspect from any part of your everyday diet and completely removing it, it does not add up. Well, it, it, with keto, it's less of the removing items and more of the addition of items. I mean, the, the whole thing with keto, so getting your body into a state of ketosis, which is keto, mm. is where it's, it's rapidly burning fat. It's in the state of fat burn. Yeah. Which is achievable. I'm not saying that it's made up, but it's it's you're delusional if you think that sitting at home scooping butter into your coffee, which is a keto thing. You're delusional if you think that that's going to put your body. You know, eating fat is not what puts your body into ketosis. I mean, you need to kickstart it. You you consume food as fuel, so consuming fat is adding fuel. But you need to burn that fuel. So sitting around eating pork rinds and you go, oh, hey, there's zero carbs. <laughs> you know, that doesn't mean it's healthy. Yeah. Uh, eating, eating a steak with a handful of cheese melted on it, which is a very popular keto thing. You know, that's not healthy. Your cholesterol is yeah. going to skyrocket. And, and again, if you're not actively burning those calories, all you're doing is introducing calories into Just your diet. Just consuming a plethora of calories. And you will lose weight. Yeah. But that's because your body is being shocked. It, it's the same thing as as like Atkins, basically. Well, again, it's well. The, that's why I tied it in because earlier you said how vegan was rebranded to plant based. I think Atkins was rebranded essentially, kind of, keto, but with the science behind yeah. it of this ketosis state, which again is a real thing. I'm not saying it isn't mm-hmm. real for anyone who's rolling their eyes yeah. listening to this. Dude, Joe going, Rogan's what is this guy come know? to your door and beat the crap but, out of you? But you know, for for people with learning disabilities and people with really bad migraines and things, this is a, this is a tried and true medical diagnosis to to get your body into the state of ketosis, and it does have benefits. But you do this under the eye of a licensed nutritionist and medical doctor. You don't do this at home by scooping butter into your coffee and yeah. eating pork rinds. That's like, that's really not how you do it. I have so many family members that are doing keto right now. They're going to be mad at me. Well, <laughs> some of them, too. To it's like what you said. You know, they take a small part of it and run with it. So, like, the butter and the coffee thing. Or, like, oh, I can have bacon? Hell, yeah. Right. I'm going to have oh, 10 three pieces. three pounds of bacon. Exactly, because I'm okay to have it. 
And so, no, no, it's I, on my yeah. diet. Yeah. <laughs> it's healthy. But you know what? I mean, people do the same thing with organic. Let's yeah, be honest. I mean, I, I'm an organic guy. Obviously, I run an organic company. But, you know, my mom, bless her soul, uh, you know, she's like, oh, these potato chips are organic. That means they're healthy. And yeah, you're baked. like, what are you talking about? They're baked. They're That's still potato chips. That's what I do with potato like, chips, yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, they're kettle, they're kettle chips. We're yeah, fine. Right. And then there's like other... I mean, there might be a healthier version of potato mm-hmm. chips, but you're still eating potato chips. I mean, Oreos are vegan. Yeah. That doesn't make them healthy. Stop that. You know, any any particular branded diet is is you know, may or may not be healthy. It all depends on what, what it is for you. Yeah, and if an athlete is doing, I mean, Michael Phelps eats 20,000 calories a day. I, I well, guess what? It. He's swimming 19 miles. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, you want to do that. Oh, well, Antonio Brown's on the keto diet. Well, yeah, but the guy's lifting weights and running and, and blah, 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 for eight hours. Doctors, like right. On yeah. call and following him everywhere. Yeah. So again, Tom Brady being the, you know, the, the big plant-based guy. TB12. Right. Plug Tom TV twelve. Uh, if you want to go check out our website, go purchase <laughs> <Whatever>. TV twelve. <laughs> this is we got swag. Time. Yeah, we got nothing but t shirts and hats. <laughs> but you know that that doesn't that doesn't mean it's right for you. Okay. And and I think that keto is just the new fab diet mm-hmm. that a lot of people are getting behind, and they see oh it's good for migraines, or again it's good for uh, you know ADD, or it's good yeah. for blah blah blah. It's good for weight loss, and you go well those things might be true, but you know, it, it's not, doesn't mean it's healthy. I feel like you might need to cut this out, but I mean, anorexia no, is good, no, for, good. It's good for weight loss, but you know, it's not healthy. Uh, that's not, not how you do it. It's all tapeworms are good for weight loss, but oh, you know, damn it. I thought that was the secret only I knew. <laughs> They're all templates. Like and there's, I feel like there's not a right, te- like the template. They're all just a template. So how I like to view. It, it's hard to, to get people to understand or admit or or whatever that that there really is there really is no secret you yeah. know just that's what it like i said before to. just I do agree. better yeah you know just, Sci- just eat healthy like scientists would argue that just uh eat less calories than uh or what is it if you eat more calories than uh you burn then you're going to gain weight well yeah very basic principle of course if you intake more than you output yeah it's the same as money. I You're mean, have spend less than you earn, yeah, and you can save money. If you spend more than you earn, you go into debt. If, if you eat more calories than you burn, you will gain weight. That's very balanced. This has turned into a diet episode. Very <laughs> right. well. It's a very it, simple though. principle, yeah. you know. But now, all think? of a sudden, I'm eating two pounds of bacon, yeah. and, and I'm eating. <laughs> You know, three thousand calories in one meal, and you're going, oh, but it's zero carbs, so it's it's good it, for it me. It gives you an opportunity to justify something that you couldn't justify before. Correct. Or or you can't, you know, admit that you don't have the self control to just not eat bacon. Yeah. <laughs> and you go, oh, well, this diet lets me eat bacon, so it's okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm might. on I'm on Weight Watchers, so if if I eat one Big Mac, that's twenty five Weight Watchers points, and all I have to do is eat nothing but celery for the rest of the day. And you're like, okay, I, I guess you're Sounds under doable. your points. But again, doesn't mean it's healthy. Not yeah, a good idea. System. So I indulge in everything, you know. Same. Especially <laughs> ice cream. Everything in moderation. Totally. Um, just a little bit of meth. <laughs> you know, Damn just it. a little bit. I didn't see that curveball coming. I didn't have my <laughs> metaphorical mitt on to catch it. Jeez. But make sure it's organic. Well, yeah. yeah organic the organic stuff. I, I like yeah. to get, you know... Know your supply chain from <laughs> That's, it's all, from burner to baggy. That's yeah. just you need full to know. circle right there. Yeah. Back to the company. Wow, way to transition well there. Same theme <laughs> with uh, the different opportunities people have to utilize your guys' business. I I mean I know about the at home so that you guys just started right the delivery to home because normally yeah. it's a pickup. There were different uh, pickup spots that you could Correct. pick up your. Is it biweekly? Uh, or is it once a month that you can get these boxes delivered or picked up? All of the above. Okay. So we, uh, you know, we we came at Ubi. So like when I when I joined on about three years ago, um, we we came at Ubi from a very business standpoint, uh, which is fairly unique. I mean, I'm no farmer. I'll be the first to admit it. I I I can grow tomatoes in my backyard, sure. But I mean, uh, you know, farming is a yeah. That's a skill, man. That's uh, you know, you get a degree in crop science and, mm-hmm. and run 
you know, Ubi or Food Commons Fresno owns mm-hmm. 75 acres in Madera. I mean, that's not a backyard farm. That's yeah. that's a full-scale production farm. Uh, and it's, you know, it's a lot of work, and it's generations of knowledge, and it's like a good baker, you know, who can tell, oh, it needs a little bit more water, and, and you're not working on a recipe. It's just knowing, you know, like a good farmer knows yeah. how to grow that and how to prune it and the spacing and... You know, uh, leave leave the farmers to do what they do and leave the business people to do what we do. You know, so we came at Ubi from a real businessy mm. standpoint of optimizing the website, of making it mobile friendly. I mean, that's a big one, yeah. obviously. Um, optimizing the customization, you know, allowing you to choose. Again, then you're not stuck with whatever that farmer has. You know, you yeah, choose. Great fruit option right right you know you're, you're not just getting the same things over and over we we change the box contents every single week we change what's available uh we are actively searching for unique local farmers who are growing or producing cool stuff you know it doesn't have to be the same old boring stuff so are you looking for expansion then as well like if we branch somewhere else say to like another state absolutely okay yeah 100 percent. so the 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 core uh, experiment, if you will, and I don't like to call it an experiment, yeah. but but you know the real test is to uh, create. Now this is going to get you know businessy jargon on you, but but a, a vertically integrated food system is mm-hmm. what we're creating. This is what we have. So from farm to distribution to retail, yeah, you know vertically integrated into one system, so that one person, or in this case, one group of people are the ones who are making the money. You know, the farmers are doing the marketing and the distribution and the sales and the retail. And the farmers are who is getting the money. Yeah. So now Ubi, being a farmer, you know, we have our 75 acres. We grow at any given time about 15 varieties on our 75 acres. But, you know, we don't have any trees. We're not doing stone fruit. We don't have grapes or vines. Yeah. Uh, And even some of the stuff we do have uh, might not be enough on any given time. I mean, you can pick zucchini and maybe not have any for a couple of weeks. So that's fine. I can buy zucchini from another farmer. Throughout yeah. the year, we partner with about 40 different farmers all throughout the valley uh, in order to increase the variety. Again, it's out of our own backyards. It's not out of my backyard. It's out of everything here gotcha. in the valley. So does this, um, how do I say this, make any of those like the big wigs, big produce companies, like does this make them mad? When they see business like this pop up, I don't. Do you guys ever get it at that, that level yet? Oh yeah, no, they're throwing reactions. Molotov cocktails through the the windshield and <laughs> putting dead horse heads and you damn you, know, normal. Okay, yeah. okay. I'm not the yeah. only one that does that. I didn't know. <laughs> cool. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> no, you're. It's actually a fairly common question, and and right. I had never, I've never thought of it, but yeah. but you're right that bringing up some competition or something. I mean, obviously Budweiser can't be happy that Tioga Sequoia is doing so well, you know? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, but the short answer is no. I mean, okay. we, we haven't, we, we have no ill will towards anyone. Uh, and as of now, no one has ill will towards us yeah. uh, we are growing. So when, when Ubi started, we, we started with a, a core, uh, customer base already. So these farmers, okay. Tom and Dines Willie owned a farm uh, that we now own. That's our 75 acres now. They own oh, this farm, cool. T&D Willie Farms mm-hmm. in Madeira. And they were doing a farm share. So they were doing one of these CSA boxes out of their farm. Yeah. And they had about 200 customers mm-hmm. uh, at the time. Uh, Tom and Dines have three children that moved on to other aspects of life, and nobody wanted to take over the farm, which is difficult for a farmer. You know, it's a family usually. Yeah. Uh, passes down from generation and Tom has been farming in, in Madeira for 40 years doing organic farming pioneering crazy. A, a crazy like godfather of of organic farming before it was cool yeah. you know um, and uh, we thought that it would really be a shame to lose that mm. you know to lose his land I mean that 75 acres has been organically farmed for 40 years like how it's tradition at this you point. know how cool is that yeah to to lose that would be terrible uh, so Food Commons with Ubi uh, took over his farm share. We took over his CSA box. So we took over those 200 customers and then revamped the business. Like I said, optimized the website, 
created customization, started buying from other farmers, started marketing it, started branding it, um, you know, really getting the word out there. Again, coming at it from a business perspective. Gotcha. Um, so that's how we started growing. We're, we're now uh, over the 700 boxes per week mark. So, so we, we ship out over 700 boxes a week. Of all locally sourced, certified organic produce. I, I have to say, we got our Kelsey and I got our first box. I want to say last week or two weeks ago, and it was this borderline birthday slash Christmas feeling because I came <laughs> home there it was on the porch, and Kelsey was on the order it. And out of respect, I probably should have waited till she came home to open it. But just <laughs> knowing that there were these contents in there that I was gonna like, but didn't know what they were, it was just killing me. So right. not only did I open it before she got home, I decided to go live on Instagram. And share to the world How like I what I was this? doing. Um, I don't know. I well, we appreciated it. It was I. Yeah, I. I really liked this. That first feeling, of opening that box up, and not knowing what was going to be in there, but right. it was cool. And there was some, some stuff I didn't even know was like existed. I yeah. didn't even know what the name of some of the stuff was. And no, so, it's true. One, I was just like, I need to educate myself. Or two, it's just like, wow, this is cool. This is stuff that I didn't yeah. know really was real. <laughs> so yeah, so stuff you haven't ever. Eight Even tasted, yeah. yeah. Let alone seen, and nice. and stuff you are familiar with, yeah. but but maybe a variation on it. You know, we all know zucchini, obviously, but then yeah. you get like a yellow crookneck or a calabasa squash or a, or something, and, or and the you're avocados like, oh, even were a size a diff- that I was exactly not familiar a with. different avocado, Mexicola avocado, and everyone's familiar with the Haas avocados. Yeah. and you're going, what is this thing? Yeah. That thing's got edible skin. Did you know that? No, no, you can well, eat that's those, what we were so confused. Those Mexicola like, skins. How do we how do we use these? How do we incorporate them? Right. And like, do we need to, is there, were they intentionally picked to where we have to wait a while? It allows us to have a longer shelf life and we didn't really know. And so it right. was such a learning experience. And so it was really cool. Also, I have to say. Yeah. And like with that, how you said going live on Instagram, your guys is, I feel like social media platforms taking off right now. Yeah. Well, it, you know, it goes back to the trend of, you know, the vegan, the plant based. Yeah. Uh, it has been a, a huge, a huge push, a huge lift and, and it's. Um, you know, I hate to tap into or or to sound like I'm drawing from or or leeching onto, but you know, we're going to ride the wave. I mean, if it's oh, trendy Definitely. to be a a plant based hipster, <laughs> you know, the millennials and they're killing the beef industry, you know. Oh, you but I mean, if it's cool to buy local food and shop at local shops and support local farms, you know, it's like going to the farmers market, yeah. except easier. And you can buy it on your phone at two in the morning, you know, just like I go to the grocery store and buy carrots, carrots at two in the morning, you know, yeah. now you can jump on your phone, go to Ubi and buy your carrots and they'll get delivered. And, and now your dollar is supporting an Atwater or Kingsburg or Madeira or whatever Fresno farmer rather than Mexico or Argentina or Canada. You know, we get yeah. a lot of stuff from, from all over the place. So we, we, it's cool that you guys are doing the style in it because we live in a very subscription-based society, and it used to be just magazines and newspapers that people subscribe to. Like stuff you can just read or look at. Yeah. But now subscriptions are turning into like heavy parts of your life. Right. And so clothing yeah. subscriptions are huge now. Yeah. Food subscriptions, you guys are kind of trying to be at the forefront of that. I, I say that to people. I say we're like the loot crate of food. Yeah, ex- <laughs> exactly. exactly. That's you know, what our, it is. Our professional food stylists will put together a box that we know you're going to enjoy. <laughs> and once you put it out that way with words, it's just like that's something I want to be a part and, of. And, you know, I might not ever buy that tie that's, see, at that's the grocery it. store. Or yeah. at the grocery store. No, I, I don't buy ties at the grocery store. I'm not that cheap. What is a grocery store? <laughs> but, uh, grocery stores. but no, I might not ever buy that article of clothing at, at the mall. You know, because ah, I'm not that guy. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. not going to wear that color or but something. Then but then you outfit. get it in your, yeah. you know, and you put it on. You go, oh, okay, I like this. Yeah. I might not ever buy uh, rutabaga. I might not ever buy kohlrabi. Exactly at, at the grocery store. Because what is it? What do I do with it? How do I eat this? Where does it come from? What does it taste like? But now it's in. But your you kitchen. get it in your box, in and, box. and you go, hey Alexa, <laughs> how do I cook kohlrabi? You know, what is this thing? Yeah. And and now you're trying new things, and and you find out, wow, I really like turnips. Fuck those things are you know they're sweet they're delicious yeah I mean you treat them like potatoes uh, they're, they're super easy to cook they're nutritious and they're tasty and now you're going man I never knew I like turnips right you know I I didn't know that that golden beets existed do I like beets everyone hates beets. 
but all of a sudden now I like beets. Now, you know, okay, God, yeah. that was good. I followed one of the recipes that came in my Ubi box because the newsletter gives you recipes, and we're we're going to teach you how to use everything that comes in the box. Oh, I didn't even see. Dude, and uh, I you know, you try that recipe, and you're like, That's okay, awesome. we're doing this, and we're you know we're going to have a little adventure. Of course, for those of you who are less adventurous, you can always customize your box again from that business okay. standpoint. So, cool. so you can take the three options, right? So every Thursday we send you an email called the sneak peek, okay. and that tells you what's coming in next week's box. So you know a week in advance what your box is going to have in it. So a, you can take the box as is and just enjoy the fantastic variety that we curate. So like your small box is sixteen dollars. You're going to get sixteen dollars worth of fresh, organic, local produce. And it's going to be fantastic. The medium box is $21. So obviously you're going to get more. So you're going to get $21 worth of food. Yeah. Uh, so you can take it as is, or you can tweak a few things. So if you see next week, uh, for example, this coming week, I don't know when this you know, goes out, but this uh, week we well have you pomegranates. Said every Thursday that you do it? Correct. Yeah, it's the same day. Today. Right. So this will be perfect. <laughs> so, so as you're listening to this, you potentially got your email. That's right. Or you missed out on getting your first sneak peek email. So after you get over this regret, go so, on. Yeah, yeah shame on you. Yeah. You're missing out. <laughs> uh, but, but, you know, you might not like broccoli. So yeah. you see that broccoli's coming next week. Or, you know, for those of you with home gardens, you know, oh, I'm already growing tomatoes. Okay. I don't need any more tomatoes. I'm growing enough for the whole neighborhood. Yeah. I don't need you to send me more tomatoes. Yeah. So that's great. <laughs> we can leave the broccoli and the tomatoes out. And we'll just give you extra of something else. So you're still getting your $21 worth of food. I'll just give you extra plums or something. You know, you can decide. So you say, I don't want the broccoli. I'll take more potatoes. Great. So then you're still getting your $21 worth. Or the third option is scrap the box, you know, the $21, the medium, the small, whatever. Scrap all that completely and literally just build your own box. Mm. So just jump on. We've got 50 or 60 at any given week. We've got 50 or 60 fresh local organic produce items that are available, you know, to add on to your box. So like your medium $21 box, you can just buy five pounds of potatoes and add that in, Gotcha. you know, or again, you can just create a custom box. So say, I don't want any of that. All I want is 40 bucks worth of strawberries. Then that's all you'll get in the box. You know, a a family in Oakhurst ordered 15 watermelons and a case of corn. (laughs) So they got got 36 ears of corn. And 15 watermelons. And that was their order. And does Ubi deliver it themselves? Absolutely. Picture an Uber guy. And that's guys. free delivery. <laughs> 15 watermelons. That's free delivery to any one of our drop sites throughout the valley. Now, we offer home delivery here in Fresno and Clovis. That's what we cool. hopped on. Uh, currently. And that will be expanding out. But, I mean, we go from Visalia, Reedley, Fresno, Clovis, Merced, Madera, Oakhurst, Coarse Gold, you we know, trying everywhere. trying to debate. The box set on it that you have to return it. Correct. Is that for when you pick it up or if like our box is literally sitting on our porch right now because we just could not decide if we were legally allowed to throw this thing away? You can. Okay. I, I mean, legally, yes. I mean, absolutely. I'm not talking the law, the law. I'm talking about Ubi law. I don't right. want to break Ubi law. Well, we, in the spirit of uh, sustainable kind of hippie organic values, uh-huh. which we have, yeah. uh, the, the boxes are very durable, wax-coated box. Um, they, they hold up very well. The moisture... Yeah, um, things like that. So we we reuse those boxes multiple times, as many times as we can. Okay, cool. Reduce, reuse, recycle. You know, another reason why you should order uh, Ubi. But yeah, so when you get your next box delivered at your house, just leave your old box on the porch. Oh, okay. And the delivery driver will pick up the old cool. box. Good to know. And that comes with an ice pack if you ordered uh, certain items. So like if you ordered eggs or hummus or cheese, uh, the then eggs. we'll put an ice pack in there just to keep. The ambient temperature down. This is good. Okay. And same thing. We'll sanitize those and reuse them. Cool. So last things, uh, for people that want to order, they can go directly to the website. Correct. Which is what, ubi. ubi.org. Org. Okay. Do I have and to do then, the slash uh, Fresno? Or just... I mean, that'll get straight to our cool. Fresno page. But if you go to ubi.org, I mean, you can check out the New Zealand. You know, okay. And then you said you the want. mobile part. Correct. And is, is it an app, or do you just go to that same thing on? We don't have an app yet. Okay, yeah, I was saying that is. before we started. How how very quickly we're outgrowing this platform. So the guy Pete and yeah. Davey, <laughs> two guys, uh, developed this entire system. Head over to ubi.org, check out this system. I mean, it's fantastic. It yeah. is it is a an, an amazing homemade system. It, it's it's phenomenal, but it is a homemade system. So I mean, we're very quickly. It, you know, it's like when you have your house and, and like we're adding a third level mm. onto our house and, and it, it's time to just 
bulldoze the house and build. Yeah. You know, like like the scaffolding is not holding. We're gotcha. we're slapping bricks on the side. Love it. You know, love it. I'm a big metaphor guy, so I enjoyed yeah. that. Um, Time to just start over, build a new house. Yeah. <laughs> so so actually, quite shortly. I mean, by by the end of the year, uh, we'll be moving onto a new platform, and and it'll be it'll have a downloadable app. We'll have like push Sweet. notifications telling you your box was delivered on your doorstep, or hey, it's Thursday at two p.m. Head over to Fresno High and pick up your box at your drop site. You know that'll that'll be a lot more user friendly. Cool. And the Instagram name we already went over was it? I uh, can't remember if we did or not. It's just Ubi Fresno. Okay, and that's four yep. O's. Bye. Correct. There you go. <laughs> I was like, wait, it kind of just flowed out, but not yeah. like bye, like you're saying goodbye. Right. Just don't don't put that E on there. You're gonna make go to something else. Yeah, and not like by like you know I, I oh, go both that, ways because that, that would yeah, be an that I. could totally Dang, be so. open up a whole other. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. we're, oh, we're oh, on the brink oh, of another oh, tangent. B Y. Yes, <laughs> at Ubi Fresno, out of our own backyard. Cool. Dude. Anything else you want the world yeah. to know? I don't, you know, just do better. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's the, the theme right that's there. Change my theme at the. I mean, instead of I love you, Ubi, we might as well I love you. Just do better. Just do better. Do better. No matter what you're doing, do better. Thanks for stopping by, dude. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed the tangent. It's easily one of our favorite tangents we've gone off on. There were there were a few of them. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going off that question one. We just started talking about time and I thought about that and like how we talked about the future and like how things get more advanced, but something cool that's happening now is stuff like this, how it's actually becoming more simple. And like it instead is. of ten middlemen, you have one middleman. That's yeah. just getting it from the garden to your house. Right. So thank but you. yeah, yeah, the 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 distribution and and who who is making money off of it is big. Even like at the farmers market, you know, yeah. people think, oh well, I give my money right to the farmer. But guess what? The farmer's paying to be there. Yeah, yeah. you know, you go to the vineyard market, and it's not cheap. They they rent those stalls out, and uh, the farmer has to pay to be there, and they're they're charged a percentage on their square reader. Oh, you true. know, if you're using your card, they've got to pay for their kids or staff or whoever to be there all day Saturday. And anything they don't sell is wasted because it's been sitting out in the warmth for six hours. Uh, Not to mention the gas back and forth, loading stuff onto their pickups. You know, there's still cost involved in that. Now, that's better than going to the grocery store. But why not just do the best thing? Getting it this way, directly from the farmer's hands. We pay cash to the farmers. They're making money. You're getting, again, a fresher... Uh, healthier product. I hope no one's listening to this driving to that vineyard farmer market because they're they've probably turned around at this point. Well, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but while they're doing see, that, see now we're going to get those Maltov cocktails. <laughs> now the the vineyard is going to yeah, there it is. <laughs> River Park Market. The the yeah. Blue Diamond is actually a huge listener of ours. Yeah. So they're going to be pissed. We were on the brink of a sponsorship, but we're out now. No more almonds for us. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like Preston said, thank you for coming. Yeah, thanks, Eric. Thanks I really enjoyed the conversation, and I'll let Preston go ahead and lead on out. You guys already know. Just be nice to people. Love one another. Um, we love you guys, and we'll catch you next week. Do better. Do better. <laughs>